Happy Friday, and welcome to We Are Live. Yeah, still got it. Yeah. Welcome to We Are Live. Chris Denman and Travis Terrell, excited to be here on a Friday. Let me just speak for everybody who's listening, tuning in, who's going to download this on iTunes or Spotify. Thank God it's no longer Black History Month, right, fellas? Wait, hey, what? Right, that, that is not what, what I thought that was that going. That is what I'm what the hell? so happy in what way uh, what? to ring in a new, powerful, cerebral, leadership-driven, conquering month than with a French Catholic holiday, what? Mardi Gras. We've got St. Patrick's Day right around the corner. Caucasians, we're back. I would hold the phone because it's also Blackfish's birthday this month. And it's Women's History Month. Don't. And if it's anything you know about We Are Live, we're about women. Text in or call in if you're watching live and want to remain uh, anonymous. 314-669-1431 is how you do that. You can comment on the Facebook live stream. Throw us a share, people. We could use some love. And uh, today's show is going to be a blast. We've got Michael Yo stopping by. It's his second time on the show. Uh, he, you know him from E! on Chelsea Handler's show. He hosts uh, Hits 1 on Sirius XM. He has a new special coming out. Blasian is in the title of that. <laughs> we'll talk to him about that. He'll be at the Funny Bone all weekend long. Yes, he will. Uh, so stay tuned for Michael coming in studio. We always love having him in. That should be in the second hour on 920. We'll play a recasting call with him. We're going to play a little game called Recasting Call. This is a new segment to the reimagination of We Are Live. Mm. And it's an opportunity, basically, for you to reimagine, recreate one of your classics. Today's classic will be Die Hard. But we're going to use an all-black cast. So we'll have a little fun with Michael Yo in the second segment of today's show. Yeah, for it not being Black History Month, we have uh, mm. quite the uh, the black guest list today Oh, my as God. Well. Who else we got? Uh, Jay Farrow today? from Saturday Night Live is going to be at Helium Comedy Club all weekend long. He's going to pop by. We're going to do a little later if you're a live watcher or listener. If you have some time at 11 a.m., we're going to go live with Jay Farrow, who is at Helium this weekend. I'm excited to make Travis squirm in front of a, a very famous and very talented black star. So we'll see how it goes. Well, here's what you're going to do. You're going to go, hey, I mean, can I speak to Barack Obama right now? And then he's going to do an impersonation. Well, he's an like, impressionist, so we would want to skillfully work that into our stupid program that people <laughs> tune in for. And for the love of God, when you have a top-notch impressionist in your studio, you toss it to Barack Obama. Yeah, that's got a point. This is his yeah, mouth. take a seat, pal. We love the day the month is over with, so I have no say in any of this. Uh, quick reminder before we uh, get to our hellos and fair fouls and everything. Uh, we are at Mardi Gras this weekend hosting the tent at 1860s. My man, we saw, <laughs> if you want, you know, enter the party pack code limited. They're, those are gone. <laughs> They're, uh, that we're still able. Enter the code still at 1860s. It's first come, first serve on those. So, yeah, we've, uh, we've done a great job with Bijack working on that. Uh, $75 for the $85 tickets. We do have a few of those left. So if you want to DM us, be part of the fun, there's going to be a mad rush on them today. We've got several people already uh, buzzing me this morning. But either way, tomorrow, 12 o'clock or so, 12, 1 o'clock, get over and hang out with us in the uh, tent. We'll be hosting all day. Heated tent, private bathrooms, all that good stuff. DM us 
for a $10 discount, and uh, that thing is going to be sold out midday today. Uh, running the video stream, uh, he's an expert videographer, yeah. audio man, yes, and radio renaissancer, Ooh. Chris Gardner. He's the producer, and he's on the Possum Cam. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen, and good morning, audience. Mm. <laughs> Wait a Hello. wait a damn minute! Uh -huh. What what was that? Yeah. What is this new move? What is this new play? Oh, trying some new things. This is this. I like it. I like trying it a lot. Trying some new things. I, I think I like my influence on all of you. Yeah. I like the fact it's getting that getting real corny. I'm in trying here. to. Well, hold on. I'm trying to make it more of a production now for me. Oh <laughs> yes. I was so, telling oh, Travis. He's, got, he's, he's gotten comfortable. Yeah, so he's, yeah. Wait, go. Wait, so he's gonna get flashy. No, I, I was. I told Travis this morning. When he was entering the building and I was outside smoking a cigarette, mm -hmm. I realized something last night. I was thinking about it again this morning. Mm -hmm. There are two things that annoy me about black culture. Oh, here nice. we go. Nice. Here we go. <laughs> March 1st, walking to the door, first thing in the morning, Gardner says, you know what I hate about black culture? I like Bro, that. I haven't even had my coffee yet. Thank God February's over. I Good can like, say You guys this. have held it in for 28 days. Yes, yeah. Gardner, tell me, what do you hate about my culture? It's basically, I was thinking, it's the, <laughs> what the beginning, this? but the greeting and the ending and the salutation. Ah. Number one, I saw Aretha Franklin's funeral. Yes, you did. A part of it. Yes. Because I couldn't stay with it the entire time. <laughs> it was only 11 hours. Yes, nine hours long, I think. <laughs> that seems brutal. Seems terrible okay. to be a part of. The other thing I, is um, I witnessed something last night. There was a podcast going on in here, and we were in here in the evening. Absolutely. And we were helping out as uh, some folks were putting on a podcast. And one of those people that was in the room is someone you hadn't seen in a while. Technically, I hadn't seen him only in two weeks. What? I hadn't seen him in two weeks. Okay. Because you acted like <laughs> you hadn't seen him in five years. <laughs> it's when you, it's the greeting when you haven't seen someone in a while, it takes like a minute. <laughs> Oh, son, it's been a minute. What you into? <laughs> and I'm like, if I haven't seen someone in a while, it's like, oh, hey, what's going on? All and right. I'm like, this whole thing, I'm like, I'm watching, it's happening right in front of me. I'm like, oh, I couldn't do that to someone I, I haven't seen in a while over and over. Like, if I say you're going to a reunion of some sort, right. how do you even, it's you basically you'd be saying hello and goodbye at the same time. That's two thirds of a black family reunion. That's <laughs> basically greeting. So that's what goes on in Forest yes, Park. Yes, exactly. The that's just everybody is greeting each other. You, look, we talk about this a lot. We, I think, as three people, we don't truly care about the general public because they're <laughs> horrible people. So when they're we the come, worst. when we come across people we actually like, we try to hold on to them for dear life because mm -hmm. they're people who keep us sane. And the gentleman that was in here yesterday great or last guy. night, great individual, always positive, awesome personality, good people. And so when you see him, you're sincerely happy to see him because he lifts your spirits and yeah. he's a great person and, and to be I around. I shouldn't say that annoys me about black culture. You're it's jealous. If, it's if I were involved in yes. black culture, that would annoy me. <laughs> That's how I should yeah, catch this Yeah, how do you get on with your life? No, we don't. It's no like, wonder you're always late. And I'll give you, I'll give you a little, uh, this is how it basically goes. Hey, man, what's good? Hey, baby, what's good? I ain't seen you in a minute. I'm just trying to get it like you get it, man. I don't oh, know. Man. Yeah, man. Yeah, how your family do? Boy, you wild oh, boy. Yeah. You a wild boy, man. I, I mean, I'm just trying to get it how you I can play the is, part man. of the other guy. You can try. Go ahead. Uh -huh. Hey, man, what's up, dog? Where you been, baby? Man, just earning, man. You earning, <laughs> man. I see you, baby. Earning. You out here in these streets? 
you got the the key is to keep it very uh, just uh, ominous almost. You don't really get too specific. <laughs> no, black people are not specific people. We not hey, 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 have the key hey, 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 just out here knuckling, knuckling. I don't know. Okay, now you're just making shit up. <laughs> Chris always got to take it too damn far. Knuckling and knuckling. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got, uh, I, saw, I, saw your li- I saw your little cousins playing at sectionals, man. I would like to think that that's what white people do in their spare time, come up with make- make-believe phrases for African-American greetings. Well, I most certainly hey, man, I'm gonna, uh, You're telling me I couldn't write for the office? With you that, could, that, yeah. That's I'm like, just knuckling and knuckling. I, the hell is knuckling? No, that is now a thing. That's so everyone is aware. Yeah. Uh, hey, you want to mess with somebody whose habits include Knuckle and knuckling? Mm-hmm. No. Knuckle, knuckle. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, after yesterday, Travis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, lots to get to today. Fair or foul is a, uh, a topic that's near and Chris, dear I'm to glad our you heart. brought that up. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. I, I do want to make a, a small suggestion for our show. I think as we go forward here in the future, I would like for our show to mature. I would like to be a little bit more responsible in the way we communicate with each other. Now, I'm fine with doing fair to file today. That's fine. But I think going forward, I think we should start to roll back some of these outlandish over the top. And uh, you said, you said uh, the N-word uh, on Outlandrish. the stream yesterday. Uh, Chris, that was clearly something wrong with the new software. That oh, okay. Been My mistake. On. But I just, you know, we'll get to the fair file today. But I want us to be more of a, how do you say, uh, just a little bit more responsible podcast going mm. forward. Just I no, have a question no for you, Travis. Show, yeah? What the fuck is going on with oh, you guys? Oh, wow. We don't need this language here today. This That's is it's only 8, 11 in the morning. What is yeah. your problem, Mr. Gardner? What's what is going on with you here? What, there's nothing, no, I'm just, no, I'm just, I just think that as we expand the We Are Live no, brand, no, 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 it's no. important that we show Stuff's how sure we are. Uh, we, last night, I noticed something mm-hmm. on Twitter Travis drops a uh, big news, y'all. Oh my! Like he, uh, you know, just got promoted, and he's gonna thank Twitter for all its blessings and talk okay. about all the support. Mm-hmm. I noticed something, okay. and Travis, uh, while not hearty in the uh, follower department, he takes his Twitter very serious. I, you know, he takes it very serious. So I see him tweet; he's got some big announcement coming soon, and I was like, "Bitch, we just started." Midcoast Media, midcoast.media, if you want to see what we've been up to. Yes, indeed. Uh, we just started that. Mm-hmm. We had a, a big time guest in here recording last night. We've got Michael Yo on today. Jay Farrow is coming in today. I couldn't possibly fathom why you would say that. And then I noticed something. Uh huh. You see, hey, Gardner, if you got the, uh, the cursor, if I, you, if I cannot. You do cannot. That. Okay, no. so if you're listening at home, Travis's Trails Twitter is now locked. Yeah, it Mr. Mr. Uh, doesn't care what the man thinks. Mm-hmm. Mr. Uh, I'll go after anybody I disagree with. Mr. I say what I want. Has a locked Twitter account. So it starts with that tweet. You can see it right there on the screen. Okay. I got some big news, all caps, like you're Donald Trump or something. Okay. Sad. To announce soon. Game, period, changer, period. And then the icon for having a locked account is on there now. Yeah. Right. And it, I was going to say, like, it's already out there that you're part of an independent business that's yeah. uh, in an amazing building with and, great support and also, from Transburgs and everybody else. Before today, you had been wearing, you wore a 
Ralph Lauren polo shirt. Sure. You wore a sweater yesterday. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is getting strange. Your jeans were cuffed? Mm. Do you normally cuff your jeans? Well, it's I feel like when he takes the hoodie off, there's going to be something pressed underneath. You had it. some nice shoes on? I Look, the weather has been just very miserable here in St. Louis, and mm-hmm. so I just wanted to make sure my jeans were cuffed, and so it wouldn't get caught up in the snow and ice and No, salt. that does make sense. Mm-hmm. I understand that. Okay. That's a good reason. But why is your Twitter account locked? You know, as, again, we grow as a brand, I, I think there should be some exclusivity to what we do. And so if you truly want to get the essence of my content, you should follow me. I, I don't think people should be giving away my Twitter content for free with their tweets and their retweets and their favorites. You should he's follow been, me. He's been following Darren we, Ravel too long, and he thinks he applies to that thing where Darren Ravel's like, this was worth $9 jillion, yeah. and somebody I, tweeted it. I and just think not. we're developing the kind of content that people truly want, and if they want it, they will follow me. Am I so supposed to lock my account then? Whatever you think would yeah. be strong for your brand. I would say. No, of, I don't think that of way. Of the three in the I'm room. I'm of the people. Yeah. Of the three in the room, Gardner's had the most heat on his Twitter account recently. Yeah. Mine's essentially an infomercial for all our shows. So. Yeah, and is. I retweet it. <laughs> no, I just think Gardner that. Gardner will let a, a, a witty tweet out and it'll catch fire. I, I think you guys do an amazing job on Twitter. I just, I think it's important that, again, we think about the kids. You know, kids are on the internet. You know, I hear about this Momo that challenge. Momo challenge. Yeah. yeah, and I'm thinking, wow, the internet's getting pretty dark and dangerous. We need to, as adults, set some standards, some barriers to make sure the youth aren't negatively influenced. This seems like you have an agenda. The word, it yeah. seems like you're not telling us everything. Okay. And that hmm. if we piece together what you're saying, we could probably eventually figure it, out what's going on it's here. It's about the next generation. We have to leave a legacy behind. It's quite that strange. Truly mm-hmm. that our children can look up to. Okay? Do I have a child that's probably out there that I haven't taken care of? Possibly. Mm-hmm. They're over a year old, that's for sure. And if they are, I would like them to think that when they get on Twitter, they know that their long-lost dad was responsible okay. when it came to his tweets. So are you just simply locking your account and deleting tweets now? I wouldn't go that I far. I would be if I were you. But, you know, is, have I installed a software that goes no, through tweets you. over the no, last No, no, because this, might and, go, this mm. goes beyond Twitter. Oh, boy. I had mentioned what you had been wearing clothing-wise. Yes. I become a fashionista all of a sudden. <laughs> well, and he showers regularly. Yeah. He keeps a, oh, so okay. something, something's yeah. oh, up boy. besides mm-hmm. Twitter. Mm-hmm. I'm going to test you here. Okay. Travis, tell me about Rihanna's ass. I don't think we should subjugate women to such tomfoolery this by it. just critiquing. This is man gone corporate. This is bullshit. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I'm saying that Rihanna is a beautiful, talented, smart, ambitious woman. And to just demean her to her what is romp? I don't know how I feel. I, about I, this. I think we're better than that. We're not. Are we, what are we uh, douche in the morning? Huh? No, we're trying I don't know. to this elevate been kind of, our this show. Been your mo for the entire three and a half years. That's what you. Of this that's show. what you've that's been. What, Why, that yeah. is your persona. I'm the straight man. You're the guy who says stuff about Rihanna's ass. Guys, look. Uh, once I was lost, but now I'm You said found. it would... Chris, I remember six months into radio mm. being like, man, it'd be nice if I could be silly sometimes. Yeah. But you suck all the silly out of the room. You know what? It's my opportunity to hand the silly back to you, the people. So that's what I'm about. Look, Rihanna's a beautiful woman. Um, have there been moments where I made comments about her rear? I'm angry at you. Yeah, this is... This I'm is sure a complete... there was a time where I may have had a little bit too much 
whiskey in my coffee, and I've said things He's that were not orange, of me. Orange soda in a coffee mug. Mm-hmm. By well, the that's way. so again, he hasn't all the way changed. I'm a little bit classy person now. I, you know, you know when um, when that young lady returned back to the office. What was her name? Michael Scott's lady. What's her name? Don't. I don't know. But we, he wanted to have a classy Christmas. This is sort of Talk like about that. Holly. Yeah, Holly. There we go. Yeah. So Shows how much Holly, you care about women. One of the most prominent characters. Uh, joining Dude, yeah, forces. take that, Blackfish. I've yeah. done for like 10 episodes. Everyone relax. But no, I think just going for She was look, great in that Boston movie. In fact, can we sometime... Here's what's going to happen. the Wall Street Journal. No, no, no. Maybe we can, we can get some articles from that. I don't time. like this. No, 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 no. I'm going through your Twitter. I'm going to hire someone to go through your Twitter oh, account boy. and screen cap. You oh, could have a three-year-old just start oh, yes. typing... Nonsense. Oh, give me your give me give me your tablet. <clears throat> mm, man, you're off that today. Mm, well, no, I'm, you're I'm, done. I'm looking at the rundown right now. No, so, you, yeah, you don't. Yeah, yeah, like you pay attention to an mm. effing rundown. We <laughs> yeah. miss entire segments of a oh, show. My goodness, <clears throat> guys. I just think that it's 2019. You know why is it about the kids all of a sudden? Because the children are indeed our future. It's almost as if I would like to put this in a song lyric. I, I just think we don't think about. What about like a specific location? How we influence the future. Uh, while they're noodling through this, we've got a great fair foul today. Your topic. Mardi Gras is the best drinking holiday. Email WAL at WeAreLiveRadio.com, everybody. Fair or foul today, Mardi Gras is the best drinking holiday. Email WAL at WeAreLiveRadio.com. We'll do that in the second half of the show. Get those in. We'll have a great prize for you. Whew, Chris, ten, you know who's $10 awesome. to Southtown Pub is Ooh. your prize, which you can take their shuttle over to Mardi Gras this weekend and hang out with us at 1860 Saloon. So I say? think our, yeah, our fair or foul today, Mardi Gras is the best drinking holiday. Mardi Gras Didn't is we just the best drinking holiday. Fair or foul. Hmm. And again, this, just said that. I, I, but I, he didn't say it like. What were you doing? That. Sitting there thinking about the kids and you got distracted? I did. Honestly, I, I was like, man, what's happening? So, something is happening. Are you going to tell us why you locked your Twitter account? Or you said there's. When, when's this announcement happening? It, because Midcoast Media continues to grow, there are people that <laughs> wow. often I feel are like outside he's a, of our yeah. building that are like, oh my God, what's going on inside there? And so I just think. Is this, I, is this game changing news that we're aware of? Possibly. Okay. So you're going to break news on your Twitter account because you're selfish, not on the show? No, I may I may actually take the time to break the news on our Facebook account. On your Facebook account? Yeah, I, will, I may, okay. I may share waiting, with the He's folks, waiting for Jay so. Farrow to come in. Mm. <laughs> ah. I, I, hey, excuse me, partner. Cool with that little comedy club you're doing. I got an announcement to make. Stand, stand mm. behind me, would you? Mm. No, in fact, when Jay gets in here and even when my, Mr. Michael Yo gets in here, I may take the time at some point to talk to them about representation. Like you represent them Mm-mm-mm-mm. about being able to get some representation. Can you? But please, again, we're growing as a company. You, can you please not? Mm. Can you knock it off with the Steve Jobs impersonation as you sip orange vests out of a out of a mug, please? 
I, 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 you've changed, man. Look at you. You just walk around here with your little suit jackets and your button-ups. What know, happened to you, man? That's how you know there's photo ops today. <laughs> Chris got a new sailor shirt on today. Mm, don't worry about so it. That means a couple of comedians are going to be in studio. Mm -hmm, that's I mean, Look, man, look. Not, I, we're not only having great success. I like to think that we have what the people call a bump. They call it the we you are You might want to get bump. that looked at. This, there's no ointment for this kind of bump. Mm. But we've been talking about this individual for many months, and I think the fact that we talked him up is the reason why he is also celebrating today. And that, of course, friend of the show, Bryce Harper. Now you're probably wondering, Travis. <laughs> By the way, I had, I, I had a friend. I had a friend. <laughs> friend of the show. I had a friend say, like, hey, I tuned in. Uh, it was great, but, you know, you guys talk sports, blah, blah, blah too much I, I wanted to tune in for something funny and I was thinking I was like man we've actually done a pretty good job and I think we talked sports that day for two and a half minutes but they tuned in and then boop, immediately like I'll check back in another time well this won't be absolutely sports but it is something that I think even the casual observer would enjoy that it was announced yesterday that Bryce Harper uh, will be signing with the Philadelphia Phillies for 330 million dollars over 13 years the contract does not include an opt-out. So he is a Philly, it looks like. Feely. A Philly <laughs> for the rest of his life. Uh, but the amount of money over 13 years is one of the largest contracts in all of sports history. $330 million, Chris, to live in the Philadelphia area. You taking that? I mean, St. Louis what? Mm -hmm. Who? I'll oh, buy wow. the arch and knock it over. Like, I don't, <laughs> like that kind of money. Are you serious? That's amazing. It is like from a sporting standpoint, I think it's boring that he's part of the Phillies because I have no interest in Philadelphia. Right. That's stupid because I uh, would be like, what the hell? If people weren't in on the St. Louis stuff, like, well, there's history here. And there's history and more history in Philadelphia than we could ever uh, want here for sports or not. Sure. Yeah. But point is, um, that kind of contract, that kind of stability is unbelievable. 26 years old, $330 million. I think that you can have the greatest foundation. You can have the greatest support system. 26 years old, $330 million. Somebody changing. Who better than to get that than somebody who doesn't drink, <laughs> who's married and has never been in trouble with the law? Who better? Or do you want someone? Because Philadelphia, I think of the guy who puked on another fan at a at the Eagles game. I think of Santa getting booed. I think of uh, all the nastiness of Philly. It's a gritty town, right? Right. Um, and I just uh, Bryce Harper, knight in shining armor, coming I... in rich. He's going to live under the Liberty Bell. <laughs> Big deal. You mentioned him not drinking and already being married. Uh, I mean, if they, yeah, you're right. I think if you're going to give that much money to an individual, you would like to think now, ask, that. Ask Tiger Woods or Conor McGregor if things can get weird, though. That's, That's your, the thing I was thinking about. On the drive-in today, I was wondering, like, again, going back to when we were 26, I don't know how I would handle a million dollars, let alone 330. And, of course, that breaks down to over $25 million, uh, $26 million over the next 13 years. But I cannot envision that much money and just thinking that life is just going to go on business as usual. It's mm -hmm. not like, I think even some of your closest friends, you're going to see people start to change their behavior, which 
But he's Again, all being, the good thing is, I guess good thing, he's always been a star. He was in Sports right. Illustrated when he was sixteen. But twenty six million dollars a year is still twenty six million dollars a year. I mean, he's been treated like he was a twenty six million dollar player the whole time. But I guess that's different. I mean, you have just like on a day to day basis, uh, so they signed Andrew McCutcheon to play left field. Right. Andrew McCutcheon's our age or a little younger. Right. And a former MVP or mm-hmm. MVP candidate. Um you have somebody like him looking at you, like that may be a weird dynamic, maybe. Especially in a city. Come over. And I think the, the, the manager's a, kind of a quirky dude. Yeah. yeah. Gabe Kapler, and I don't know, he likes coconut oil. So but I here. think like there is going to be someone, whether it's, I don't want to think necessarily it'll be inside of Bryce Harper's inner circle, but I think even his teammates, as you mentioned, the manager, and again, the city of Philadelphia, it's going to be weird at some point. Now, how he handles that. Is I'll tell you when it gets weird him. is if he goes on an 0 for 10, like a 10 game hitless streak. Well, which is going to happen because baseball is a long season and 13 years is a long contract. Mm-hmm. So I will imagine that at some point throughout the, the length of that contract, he's going he's gonna to struggle. Mm-hmm. And so one thing we know about the city of Philadelphia when it comes to sports, they don't take struggling very well. So right. I'm curious to see how he handles that. I'm happy for him because as you mentioned, the guy is a good guy. He's never involved with anything as far as the law. He may rub people the wrong way. That's He's silly. got into confrontations with some teammates in the past. Jonathan Papelbon comes man, to mind, but that's because everyone hates that, Jonathan Papelbon. Looking but, back on that, like we're all team Bryce on that oh, one. Oh, right? absolutely. No doubt about it. But so it should be interesting. Again, a lot of pressure comes along with that much money. We've, we've seen in the past, Alex Rodriguez spoke to this. He was the last you know, baseball player to receive uh, out of this world contract. And he talked about the pressures that came along with living up to that contract. As you mentioned, Bryce Harper's been hype since he was in high school. This is a guy who basically left high school early to get his GED, uh, enrolled in a, what, an academy gardener, some random baseball academy, and then ultimately was drafted. And yeah, been might a superstar have done a little since. junior college. Yeah. Thing. So it's, I mean, this guy is, was born to play this particular sport at an elite level. I'm just curious to see how it works out in a city like Philadelphia, who generally just hates everything. Unless you're winning, which happens sometimes, but when it doesn't, that's a city that really doesn't handle losing well. Travis, are you okay with the Cardinals not signing Bryce Harper at this contract? Absolutely not. The Cardinals should have absolutely matched this offer. There's no mm. doubt in my mind the Cardinals should have matched this offer. Mm. And here's why. If the St. Louis Cardinals do not sign Paul Goldschmidt, who they picked up via trade in the offseason, if they don't re-sign him, who is the marquee player for this franchise in 2020. <laughs> Old ass Yadier Molina. There you go. So, and, and, I, and we had a conversation on the Friends of Wall page last night about the signing, and, and one of our fine listeners pointed out how the Cardinals, I believe, are second in Major League Baseball in revenue. Seventh. Seventh? Excuse me. That's, I believe it's seventh. I thought it was second. I thought they were higher than that. Travis, I'm not going to trust your sources. I don't have a source on this matter. But the Cardinals are one of the most profitable teams, not only in baseball, but all in professional sports. Yeah, that's fair to say. So you add a guy like Bryce Harper, I would imagine, you know, merchandise and ticket sales continue to grow. I think, of course, they had the money. Now, the 13 years I would struggle with with no opt-out, that would be an issue. I would hope. Teams can't have it both ways. Okay. I had someone call me yesterday. Okay. Saying they went back and listened to when Mo and I had a little back and forth, John Mosellock, about opt outs. You challenged the president of the St. Louis just Cardinals. Just a little. I was just trying to get some clarification on their thinking. Right. That's all. And I don't, 
I guess the question wasn't appreciated or my perspective wasn't appreciated. <laughs> but you it, got it, bullied by a guy in Brooks Brothers. They basically said they did. Eh, well, if I would have bullied back, he would have got bullied by a guy in Brooks Brothers as well. Ooh, that's a good point. Maybe that's why I thought I could ask the question. <laughs> um, but Mo and the Cardinals have made it clear, uh, you know, they're not a big fan of the opt-outs. Well, the guy didn't want an opt-out. So, which... You can't have it all. All would it's you not have, going to work. Would yeah. you have condemned? Because then your next, your next. Well, you see, Chris, we have Nolan Gorman in the system, <laughs> and it becomes that. Or if it was eight years, it would have made more eight years more up. But it's like you can't. You're not going to get the perfect contract. You seem to want the perfect contract, right. and if you don't get that, right, total, you, you end up overpaying yep. for a lesser player. Yes, ten, uh, ten years, same amount of money. Cardinals, would you do it? If if it would have been, oh yes. I mean, you I, saw the reports. 30, the I Dodgers. Been all, been all I, I I appreciate what the Dodgers were trying to do creatively on a short term contract, where yeah. they were willing to apparently to pay reports say forty five million dollars a year. That's what I would have done. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would I would have said I, I would have hey, given them. Hey, a, we'll keep you till you're thirty one. Go get another one. What I would have yeah. attempted was a ten year deal, three hundred fifty million. Opt out after year three, pay you $50 million a year in the first three years of the contract to incentivize an opt out. And then, of course, the Cardinals would go, but then we don't get to keep the player. You don't, I guess, but you've gotten three years of production. You would think if a guy is going to opt out because their question is, well, who's really opted out of these contracts? Well, Alex Rodriguez has opted out of this contract. Zach Greinke has opted out of contracts. Not everyone has opted out. We'll see what Nolan Arenado does. He what the Nolan Arenado contract was is he probably with take away the opt out is exactly the kind of deal the Cardinals would love to do with a player of that age. Eight years, two hundred sixty million. If you get rid of the opt out, but then they look at the opt out and they're like, oh, I don't know if this is our. You know, you're not going to get all of that. And I'm also of the mindset. And then you can't days. come back and complain about where you're picking in the draft if you're not necessarily developing exactly. a superstar, very, an elite that's talent. The, and that's the We're point. We're talking about transcendent talent. Yes. We're not talking about Dexter Fowler. Yes. We're not talking about Jason Hayward or guys like that. We're talking about transcendent talents that are readily available at a young age. Yes. If you're willing to give Paul Goldschmidt money, let's say you have a five-year extension, theoretically, or whatever, the into, way, into like his mid-30s, what's the difference MVP. with giving a young guy who's going to be into their mid-30s? Right. I mean, Bryce Harper's got a 13-year deal. He'll be 38 at the end of it. Right. 38! And, and it's been pointed out by a number of people. He'll like, be a DH probably by the yeah, end of it. Yeah, by then you would think. Uh, some people have put it in perspective. Bobby Bonilla will still be four years away from <laughs> having his contract. And with the Mets, there was a, I saw a report from a Tigers reporter who was like, oh, why would you sign 13 years to play anywhere? Like that, That's another perspective from a player. And a, I don't know if it was sarcastic or not, but he said, this game sucks. And that was like a Tigers player, unnamed Tigers player, overheard in their, in their clubhouse. But there was some reaction. But I just... I got off on a tangent there. So no, no, no. To your point, I, and I, I like I'm of the mindset um, of that these clubs are of make are making money. Not just of the mindset; the evidence is there that they're making hand over fist. How much are you paying for a Limerita? right now? Last time I checked, I'm playing at least eleven bucks, and I I don't I don't care for that one bit. Mm. I don't. You let I them just know. Think, I just think when you're talking about what's the most ridiculous thing you've ever bought at a stadium? 
Oh, it has to be the helmet nachos. Helmet nachos? It was like 28 bucks of nachos. That's like true. the fact that it's And it's probably $2.74 worth of food. Easily. <laughs> and, it, and you don't ever finish it. It's going to be wasted. You don't finish $28 worth of nachos. And you don't wear the hat out. Solo, and you don't wear the hat out. That's like, the main problem I, I have. shared that with someone, and we still couldn't finish I prob- it. Probably me is, you know, soft serve ice cream in a helmet. That's even outstanding. Mm-hmm. Or it could be anywhere you really go. I would include the zoo with this Dippin' Dots. Oh, Dippin' Dots is so good. I don't know if you knew this, Chris. That's the ice cream of the future. At seven years old, my mother did let me know that when mm. she was a child, it was also the ice cream of the future. <coughs> right. So I wouldn't uh. need to grab it now. Uh. It'll be around. That's, what, get it. that's wise words. Uh, now, you know what else is wise, Travis? What is that, my friend? Uh, our friends at Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. Buzz, uh, buzz. It's going to be super cold this weekend, but it warms back up. And when spring comes around... You need Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. Family-owned, wonderful, wonderful business. Cannot say enough good things about them. We do uh, gift certificate giveaways with them. They're a sponsor here on the show. Look forward to some great video content with them. That's Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. When they say aloha, it's from the heart. Check out the poke. They've got chicken items, rice, masubi. Unbelievable. I cannot recommend it enough. They also do catering. You need to check them out. That's Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. Say hey to Buzz. Let him know that we are live. Sent you everybody. Now I've never seen a million dollar check, uh, so I nor don't, will you I, I, I by see. locking your Twitter. You were on your way, mm, and then it. you locked your Twitter. You so were so close. close. I almost got there. So I I would love to. Lizard people are not going <laughs> to be able to see it now, Travis. I would like to see Bryce Harper's first check on the first or the fifteenth. I would love to see what that looks like, but. There is a particular check that I would love for our audience to see because they they don't understand how we make the big bucks. They don't realize that us coming from radio, look, man, we left a lot of money on the table, a lot of money on the table to do our own thing right here. And our good friend, our great producer, Chris Gardner, has been a part of the St. Louis radio scene for a very long time. He's also been a part of the big bucks. Everyone knows that when you are producing radio in the mm-hmm. 28th largest media market in America. Oh, we're bigger than that. Okay, maybe 19. We are rolling in the Dizzo. Mm-hmm. Mr. Gardner, we had a conversation off air a couple of days ago about your time in the St. Louis media market. And you were telling us a story about re- receiving a, a check for... Yeah, let me show you the check. Okay. Um, I got receipts. My big ball of shot call. Now, look at this bad boy. There's the check right there on the screen. Now, this is a non-existent entity now. Uh, as far as I know. <laughs> that is Chris W. Gardner, C.W. Gardner, if you're not familiar. Uh-huh. And that is for a whopping $0.00. And zero cents. From Grand Slam Sports. It's when I worked at 590 uh, The Man. Mm. And uh, apparently they... Uh, Weren't doing so well in the money department. <laughs> Not doing so well in the money department. So this was a new radio venture. Yeah, I, you... I can't even remember who was in charge at this point. Right. You can see the date on the check. <laughs> I don't even remember who was your Five boss. nine two thousand fourteen, and uh, I know they were having issues. And here, here's how it would go. This is just to be clear. This has nothing to do with the station that currently occupies the uh, call letters. No. Correct. Correct. Just putting that out. There. I don't need to clarify that, though. I don't oh. really care. Uh, <laughs> yes, 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 um, yes, 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 <laughs> yes. But um, 
So when I was working at the man, they had issues making payroll mm. and they would hand out checks and some of them were going to bounce. So there was always a mad dash. It was a survival race. This, this should have been a reality show. <laughs> Watching us get to the bank, who could get to their banks first? I'm pretty sure some people switched banks just so they could have a closer bank. That is hilarious. Um, to get there to cash it so that you could actually get your money. If not, you there were people that were turned away from their checks. I didn't have that opportunity this time because I got my check, rushed to the bank, pulled it out of the envelope, signed it, went up to the teller, tried to cash it, and she looked at me and said, what is this? And you could see that it says zero dollars and zero cents on the check. I hadn't even looked at the check wow. because I was trying to get it cashed so quickly. And the look on her face is something like I'll never forget. And like the shame I felt at the embarrassment I felt at that moment. Oh my God. Because I was, I didn't even look at the chat. You were just going in. Like I'm just to, trying to get I that money to get out. Cash. Right. I'm trying to get out before but that it bad cost boys money to print the check. It cost money for that envelope. And they still printed out a check for $0 and zero cents. And the thing is, this wasn't mailed to you. This was physically given to you yeah. at the office. It was weird in the office because they would hand out the checks and people kind of look at them a moment, see people kind of slow walking. Oh, yeah, I got to go get a drink at the water fountain. And then it's, so they can. Oh, get the hell out of here. We got to cash a check. <laughs> people are scrambling. Pretty sure you're slashing tires in the parking lot. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to have a smoke. No, I'm going to catch this check. Try to, at least. But uh, I posted it the other day on Twitter just because I came across it once again. I, ha I saved that one. Right. I should probably frame that one. You really should. That you should probably be in, like, if there's a St. Louis radio museum, yeah. that should go in there. <laughs> I'll donate that. Our, our good publicist, Beth Hoops, we had an opportunity Red to saw publicity. We showed her that check, mm -hmm. and I, we wanted, like, look, this is St. Louis radio in a nutshell. Yeah. And we showed it. I know back. Michael Cohen's got receipts. <laughs> He's got checks. He's showing to Congress. I'm showing off checks this week, too. <laughs> that is so. Huh. And how long did that uh, 590 The Man last? Did that blow up? I got out of there before. It blew up completely. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it was something. Sure was something. When you go into that type of venture, and we don't have to go into a deep dive, but uh, there was, uh, a, back in the day, there was a station that decided to split up their radio uh -huh. into the man and the woman. Oh, you knew it was going to fail immediately. And this wasn't, we're not talking 1998, 99. Was, what, is, what year was this? This was 2014, I thought. Good God. 2013? That's, yes, six years ago. Because <laughs> I was there, and then I was drinking, and then I wasn't drinking while, <laughs> while working there. So that's about the right time frame. So an actual guy decided to purchase a radio station here in St. Louis. And an and RV. Said, and an RV. And Talked about getting a helicopter. And said, and literally painted, I believe. When, when, I, when I heard those conversations, I was like, okay, just have your eye out for something else. That's my thing. So that was my question because, again, it's 2013. You had been in the industry for a little bit. Yeah. So you're very familiar with the landscape. And here comes this guy riding in on a white horse, 
claiming he has a bunch of money. He's not riding a white horse. Oh, he was, I would just I would imagine. I'm just trying to think. He, I'm sure he had. Him riding in an RV. And he held a press conference for the St. Louis media to hear about this amazing plan of splitting a radio station yeah. for men and then one for the women. Yeah. Your immediate thoughts were what? Oh, it was going to fail. I knew it. That's what I was. My thing was to hold a job while I could until I could find something else. And eventually something else came along. Is and that where I uh, the great Jeff Burton from uh, the Rizzuto show, did he work there for a yeah, little bit? Actually, yeah, actually, when they moved their studios from Webster Groves off Big Bend over to Hampton, where we previously were with WGNU, right. that's where they were, it was... Jeff Burton, Brendan Weesey, and myself that did the first ever show from the new studios. Because I remember it being a really bad snowstorm. And it was only people that they were like, well, we're supposed to launch today. This should tell you some stuff from the new studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, make it in if you can. But we would like to have some people on the air. So I lived close. Brendan lived close. Jeff made it in. So we just sat around for two to three hours and talked. Jeez. And that was about it. There was really no format even for what we were doing because... There wasn't technically a particular show that it was going to be because it was just whoever made it in that day. Right. So, yeah, it was it, I'm Jeff Burton, Brendan Weesey, and myself on that from the new studio for the first so, time. Hey, come on in. We start a radio show. I don't know what you guys do, but just go ahead and say stuff on and Jeff's, live radio. Yeah, Jeff's done just fine for himself. Yeah. So. Brendan yeah. as well. Brendan's a sports director at KTRS. Nice. So. With the great Ben Fred. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So if anyone who's listening that lives outside the St. Louis area that's wondering... Hey, why are these guys leave the radio life to jump into podcasting full time? Uh, that's just a small Could you get glimpse. checks for zero dollars and zero cents at times. <laughs> what a moment. What a great that moment. That is printed out, put in an envelope and given to you. So that's not Gardner. that's deception too. That's not only just yeah, like not is. giving you money, it's deceiving you. Gardner, uh, we've got uh, local Dogtown Steve letting you know you can still afford that neighborhood at that salary. (laughs) 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 South City Tone checking in on Facebook. He heard it was an old-fashioned run on the bank when the man would pay people. (laughs) It really was. Oh, it was. Our friend Jay suggested the man was living in an RV down by the river. This is the River City. How many cities are River City? Maybe River de Pair he was living in. Can't have that. Can't have that kind of muck around my development mm-hmm. of River to Pair. By the way, that's true. Uh, if you're just tuning in on the live stream, we've got Michael Yo from the Funny Bone stopping by, and then we're going to do a special conversation later with uh, the great Jay Farrow. He's going to be at Helium all weekend. Love talking to comics. Love that. Uh, we've got Farrow Fowl out. The topic: Mardi Gras, the best drinking holiday. We'll do ten dollars at Southtown Pub for your prize. Gardner, you. Uh, your lips like you wanted to talk. I got some Mardi Gras pictures I wanted to get to. Oh, are they uh, safe for work? I yeah, some, we are. I got some Mardi Gras pictures I want to get to. Oh, yeah, I think okay. so. Oh, sure. God. Well, we know uh, Travis, you know, kind of posed the other day with mm. trying to recreate. What Google Tupac. search would that bring up? Can, Travis, yeah. give me one sentence or term that you would Google image search that that would pop up. Uh, hot Mardi Gras blackie. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Gardner? Mm-hmm. Uh, am I supposed to respond with a Google thing? Mm-hmm. What oh. would you Google image search to get that? Ooh. I don't know. I honestly don't know. I don't, I'm lurking on black Twitter. I don't really know the keywords yet. Chocolate Thunder Mardi Gras. Oh, is that's that what it answer. is? Okay. That's your answer. Yes, See, you're more it, in tune with it than I am. 
I've, so I've, there's scoured, that one. I've scoured the internet and searched Look over at that picture, Travis. Yeah, that's been up there for a long from time. Our pal. You got that deleted from your uh, Twitter account yeah, yet? Yeah, got to worry about that. Uh, uh, this, oh, this one's for the kids, sure. Travis. <laughs> <laughs> there's your hug life. Uh, how about Sam Lyons? He says, Google search black boy joy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly I, got, I got one for, for Chris, too. KFB commenter fur vest? I don't know. Where's oh, that? nice. <laughs> Damn you. Here's Chris. Okay, what? we got Mardi Gras picks for Chris. Oh, oh my God. 12 years ago. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Look at you. Look at no facial hair. That's annoying. Mm-hmm. Sideburns are a little long. It is. Mm-hmm. I wanted you. to get a... Mu- There's a gremlin to my left, it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to get a Mardi Gras photo of me, but they would not uh, hand over my booking photo. So I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's public knowledge. Ooh. Man, look at that. Let's see. It was cold. I remember that. Rocked a uh, sport coat. Uh, looks like a hoodie. Probably a t-shirt and you a Definitely scarf. have the drunk eyes going. Uh, well, they're not even open. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you can carry that. Is that just great photography or am I that drunk? Can it be both? Yes. This is the ago. That's hilarious. That's wild. Uh, this is the year that uh, the black sheep went to go. Uh, I believe uh, use a porta potty out. We're walking around. Um, we see we see him go. A group of us. You know, we kind of look away for a second. Wait. Oh wait, he's up in the uh, in the thing. Let's go close him into the porta potty. Six of us are circled around a porta potty, locked it shut. Somebody. He's on the inside. He's like, what the heck? Let me out of here. And we're, we're doing it. We're looking at each other like, ah, oh, look at this dumbass. We've got him locked in this thing. And then uh, he walks up to us. He says, hey, guys, what are you doing? <laughs> we trapped a stranger. <laughs> a, uh, <laughs> oh, God. And are, oh, did you guys hey, run? And I want to say, like, I mean, I'm, I was in better shape at the time. Like, I, you know, it was a large group of 20-something-year-old males holding someone in a... Uh, in a porta potty. You're down when the person realized. Hey, let me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, yeah, look at this loser. Look at this dork. <laughs> and then he literally walked up. He's like, hey, what's going on, guys? Black like, sheep walks. <laughs> I was like, hey, what's up, guys? What are we doing here? It was out of it was uh, out of a Fairly Brothers movie. <laughs> you want to check in and see if that's going on down there? I, I want to say we shook it as well. Like there was some shaking involved too. Wait, what? We, let's check in on Mardi Gras and see if maybe if those antics are currently. Can you look into the future? You got a crystal ball? Oh, let's take a look here. We got a... Oh, our friends at the porch in Soulard have a webcam. Voyeurism at its best. That's the Mardi Gras cam, eh? The porch, by the way. Great spot. Uh, Travis, we can play your videos on the show now if you want. Oh, oh my. Let's go That's through a live search. cam. Did you clear your search history, by the way? I don't know what you got going on, but what? your browsing history probably should be deleted sometime soon as well. Oh, boy. That is so hilarious that that's a live cam, and that's going to be filled with so much debauchery in 24 hours. Well, now that there's so much, everybody's got a cell phone. I think they have it figured out. Do your cell phones work at Mardi Gras now? I, I, think, I they, think they do. Don't they add towers or something? Yeah, I think they do. Um, oh, okay. I know where that oh, is. Oh, there's now. almost an accident. Yeah, it's, yeah uh, it really was. Yeah, it's, the por- it's at the porch. Okay, yeah. It's I had to camera. recall to see where that was. So, yeah, Our that's, friend Kathy's shop. Yeah. That's going to be a lot of tomfoolery this weekend. Good God. Godspeed to everyone that's going to be out this weekend. You will, will be this there. camera, will this stream be used as evidence? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding? Oh. She, she has a commercial property. She doesn't want you idiots taking a dump on her front porch. She's like, oh, it's for the fun of everybody. No, it's to get you. Yeah, it really is. That's, that's, a, that's a prime spot, too. That's going to be a lot of ridiculousness. 
Oh man, I hope to God we don't see a crime. <laughs> I hope to God we don't see a crime live yeah. on our podcast. Well, we just, how we hilarious be, would so that be? We should be I a new give, segment. Yes, I got to <laughs> give kudos to Mardi Gras Inc. and the people that run that Sular Business Association. Whenever I started going in Mardi Gras, when I was 19 or 18, I popped up there. Like, saw, I don't even think I drank at it. Right. There were roving fights in the street. Like, one million percent you would see that. Right. The, I haven't, now, I haven't been in five plus years, but I've heard it's cleaned up quite a bit. You got the 1860s tent that we'll be at. So, it's not quite as lawless as it was, because it used to literally just be beads, boobs, and fighting. Right. right? Just white trash, just duking it out roving block to block i feel like like i remember getting a lot of anxiety like oh boy this is about to go down and it's a different thing now don't get me wrong it's a wild party with four hundred thousand of your favorite closest friends but that cam won't pick up quite as much craziness have i told the story of my last uh, mardi gras experience on here i you may have told it on the radio show but i don't believe you haven't told it on the pod do we need to hear it explain to people because i think people outside of st louis uh, don't truly understand the type of tomfoolery that honestly takes place at our Mardi Gras. Well, when you have that much humanity pounding drinks and having fun, I mean, there's going to be some silliness happen. It turns into the Walking Dead. They, they shut the streets down at night. Right. Like, once it's dark, they're like, we are not dealing with this anymore. It's an all-day thing. People start at 7, 8, 9 a.m. Right. Right. And end up like that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> there was snow that day, too. That was, uh, that was a chilly one. Uh, I definitely, I, I was talking about this last night. Shout out to the Midwestern. Saw our buddy uh, John Piz did their, uh, their grand opening today. They have a great setup. But he recruited me to do some guest bartending like five years ago when right. I first moved back from Kansas City. We worked all day, sober, didn't have a drink. We just worked our asses off. We're walking back to the parking lot area, right? Right. And when I say the walking dead, you're roving through just... Everybody's drunk. Police are like, get on, you know, moving people around like cattle. We get uh, down the road, and we see two dudes sprint past us, right? Right. And pretty unassuming, almost, uh, I would say, uh, rural-looking fellas. They go, they get up ahead of us. There's a bridge ahead. You can see they were headed that way. In the middle of this humanity and madness, one drops to his knees. Jesus. The other stands there. Oh, no. Pants come down. Oh, no. And oral copulation begins oh, in the mercy. middle of the street. And I'm not talking. So if I told you a story and I was like, hey, two dudes, uh, one went down on uh, the other at Mardi Gras. You'd be like, oh, he's uh, probably had... Great hair. He's very fit and had a pair of nice jeans on, right? <laughs> like, you're like, hey, he had an excellent sense of style, and uh, he was a very well-put-together human. No, these look like day laborers, and no offense to day laborers, but I would not pick a day laborer <laughs> to stop that. I would just, uh, I don't know. Especially in that moment. Yeah, stereotypically. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, this if seems we're like the classic that, French mistake. They were celebrating Mardi Gras with the French mistake. Drops that. I look, and I'm like, is this happening? I want to say five to ten seconds that happens. That's a long time mm-hmm. for that to happen right. with a sea of humanity around right. you. Pants are pulled back did you up. Did you get video? Sure didn't. Sure mm-hmm. didn't. Pulled back up. They both giggle off and run off into the night up whatever bridge that was. Wow. I look at my buddy Piz, and I was like, that was just it. He goes, yep. And we just kept walking, and nobody was phased whatsoever. Welcome to St. Louis Mardi Gras. Five years ago. <laughs> Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, we will be hosting a tent at 1860 Saloon this Saturday. <laughs> I, I think, but the thing about just 
and maybe this is just me getting older and I just can't handle it like I used to, but I'm actually planning out the rest of my afternoon so I can rest up for tomorrow because that's going to be an all day affair. Well, we got to be up. We're going to be hosting, you know, just hanging out, just being there, right? All that energy. And yeah, then it's just the people. Shout out to Brody that's just, just such positive a, energy. Just a, a mass amount of people and it's just preparing yourself and will Travis have two, oh, he's interviewing four, himself. five cocktails? Probably. Will he have seven, eight, nine more after that? Sure. Will I get to maybe 15, 16, 17 hurricanes? Very likely. Will there be narcotics involved? No, because you know no, what? I'm about being responsible and being here for the children. Mm -hmm. And by the way, when I mention hurricanes, I'm into the virgin kind. I'm just going to have some sweet Kool-Aid. Wow. Maybe a little There's tang. a Cajun buffet at the tent we've got running. What does that include? Do you know, like, food-wise? I've heard of a Cajun buffet, it's but a Cajun I Cajun buffet. Just enjoy Can I it. Google that? What, what is inside of it? Yeah, Gardner, you're... 1860 your, Saloon. Gardner, you're fat. Uh, what's a Cajun buffet? Uh, I would assume it's Cajun food, all you can eat. What is, so is it like, that's like a crawfish, crawdaddies? Probably. Um, what Maybe about... red rice and beans? It'll be some Popeye's chicken. Mm -mm. Just think, no. I guess. Probably New, 1860s. Like a New Orleans <laughs> style. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what? It's been a great first hour. I think it's uh, time to maybe take a break. What do you think? Let's do something before we take a break. Okay. Let's have Travis read. Oh, God. Okay. Real quick. Sentence of the week. Now, yeah. Travis, please explain sentence of the week. Sentence of the week is a segment we do every week where we read words that Travis Terrell has screwed up throughout the shows of the week. I log them, and you then log. I put together a sentence or two. You do. And then you have to read it back. I do have to read it on the air. Now, do I struggle with these words and sentences? From time to time, I do. But mm -hmm. I am a pro. While I have made mistakes, I know I can handle the sentence of the week. Can you? All right, so I have it in my... DMs, mm. and <clears throat> it is currently posted uh, for all of you to see on the We Are Live broadcast. I'm going to take my shot at this. Godspeed, help me. Here we go. <clears throat> Alfalfa Alpha David. <laughs> I see what you did there. Provided an Alpha David. Oh, what? He's already screwed that up. To the court regarding his derogatory comments about the recently released BBC show Green Book. David made his remarkable remarks while whining and dining in Silicon Valley and believes they're also applicable to Mardi Gras revelers, mm. Roombas, mm. sniper rifles, mm -hmm. and Google Doodles. You didn't do too bad after... <laughs> You didn't see my you didn't see my jaw. I was literally holding my jaw together as I was attempting to read that. Alfalfa Alpha David provided yeah, an affidavit the, to right, the let's court. Put this on the screen again. All right, one more time. Try and read it. All right. Alfalfa Because I don't like how you you stopped yourself <laughs> in the middle of the first sentence. Okay, fair enough. Alfalfa Alpha David provided an affidavit to the court regarding his derogatory comments about the recently released BBC show Green Book. Mm -hmm. David made his remarkable remarks while whining and dining in Silicon Valley and believes they're also applicable to Mardi Gras revelers, Roombas, sniper rifles, and Google Doodles. Okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> you got it the second time. That first time you read it, you're like, oh, I see what you did there. That allowed you a little pause to gather yourself, and I didn't appreciate that. I think that's actually going to be my new Twitter handle, Alpha David. 
Alpha David. <laughs> Alpha David. Oh, well, you got a new. You're adjusting your Twitter <laughs> handle now. Black to the future isn't going to work. <laughs> I'll keep Black to the future. I'll just take my name off and I'll be called Alpha David. We'll get to the bottom of this someday. <laughs> I don't know what the hell you got going on, but something's going on here. By the way, thank you uh, for the CGI. Chris was here and now he's not. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Uh, we've had a great first hour. We're going to have our uh, good friend, friend of the show, Michael Yo, joining us in the next segment. Of course, stay tuned later today. We'll have a conversation with former SNL cast member Jay Farrow. So much more to get to today. A lot more in news, sports, pop culture, entertainment. You folks, stay tuned. You are listening live here to We Are Live. Of course, starring Travis Terrell, Chris Denman, Mr. Chris Gardner producing this fine program. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back.